Welcome to Impact Across Asia, a thought leadership series exploring responsible and inclusive business practices. Brought to you by Community Business. This piece was originally published on the Community Business website. The Role of Allyship in Forging Diverse and Inclusive Workplaces by Emily Moss Published on 6 June 2019 Read by Tina Arcilia Quote An ally is any person that actively promotes and aspires to advance the culture of inclusion through intentional, positive, and conscious efforts that benefit people as a whole. End quote Cherie Etchison. The Relationship Between Communities and Their Allies The concept of allyship and using your own position of power or privilege to elevate your colleagues is key to fostering not only diverse but truly inclusive workplaces. Allies are a key part of the diversity and inclusion process bringing attention to the experiences of marginalized groups when their voices are not being heard. Voice and actions are symbiotic in the role of the ally, calling out inappropriate behavior or actively using inclusive language is equally as important as sponsoring the career of a person from an underrepresented community or rolling out a program of unconscious bias training for your team. That said, the relationship between allies and those they advocate for is delicate. In recognizing the importance of becoming an ally, the ally themselves must continually reflect on their own actions, understanding that they should make way and provide a platform to underrepresented or marginalized groups so they can advocate on their own behalf as well. It falls upon an ally's shoulders to ensure they are sensitive to the lived experiences of others, believing the experiences of underrepresented groups, amplifying their voices, and performing regular self-evaluations to establish their own behavior is inclusive. Making changes in this way is a process and requires proactive self-education, as well as the ability to take cues from the marginalized group, understanding where their input is needed and when it is more appropriate to allow others to deliver the message. The ally must be humble and courageous enough to admit to and address the mistakes that they will inadvertently make. Traditionally, Allyship is associated with well-established dimensions of diversity and inclusion, such as gender, LGBT plus inclusion, etc. However, we know that allyship is vital to further all facets of diversity and inclusion within businesses. Its principles can be applied to inclusion for any group, including those with disabilities or mental health challenges. For instance, the Valuable 500 campaign highlights the way that companies often overlook disability as a key component of diversity and inclusion in the parody film Diverse-ish. As diversity and inclusion becomes more firmly rooted in the DNA and culture of organizations across the world, 
practitioners must ensure that their actions are truly inclusive of all diverse consumer or employee groups. Similarly, allyship should extend to colleagues with disabilities or mental health issues just as readily as it is offered to a female, LGBT+, or ethnic minority co-worker. Stonewall's Theories of Business Engagement Note, while Stonewall laid out its theory of engagement in relation to LGBT plus inclusion, these principles can be applied to a variety of diverse identifiers, such as disability or caste in India. According to Stonewall, there are three ways companies can engage on inclusion and offer their allyship and support to employees. Number one, when in Rome meaning adhering to the norms of the place of operation, in essence, doing nothing to challenge entrenched biases or to change the culture so that it is more inclusive. Such an environment does not encourage allyship and may mean that LGBT plus individuals may feel the need to hide their identities at work. On the whole, this way of operating is bad for business, both employees and customers are increasingly looking to businesses to be beacons of equality and vote with their feet if they feel that company values do not match their own. Number two, the embassy, meaning inclusive and supportive policies are in place inside the organization. However, external threats to equality are not challenged by the business. This approach can lead to complacency and be used as an excuse to not challenge the status quo and push for legislative or wider societal change. Number three, the advocate, meaning this company is not only internally committed to LGBT plus inclusion, but are externally vocal in the call for LGBT plus equality. Adopting the stance, quote, we are not neutral, they advocate for anti-discrimination laws, respect for gender identity, and marriage equality. Stonewall identifies the advocate as the ideal position for companies when taking on the role of ally for LGBT plus employees, noting that this may not be the easiest option for companies and may even cause them to lose some customers. But in the long run, a neutral or complacent stance does not protect employees and will not create the environment for invoking positive change or challenging mindsets. Allyship between organizations In recent years, we have seen allyship develop in an encouraging way between companies in the LGBT plus inclusion space, even though they might be fierce competitors. Some of the leading diversity and inclusion pioneers have generously offered their resources, advice, expertise, and mentorship to other companies who are at earlier stages of their diversity and inclusion journey. This has not only led to positive outcomes for these individual companies, but has also resulted in an elevation of the business sector as a whole, as well as visible progress in new and diverse industries. Just this year, we saw a phenomenal increase in the number of non-financial companies ranking in the top 10 of the Hong Kong LGBT plus inclusion index, five of the top 10 in 2019 compared with zero in 2017. Just this year, 
we saw a phenomenal increase in the number of non-financial companies ranking in the top 10 of the Hong Kong LGBT Plus Inclusion Index, five of the top 10 in 2019, compared with zero in 2017. We also saw a greater diversity overall in the index participants. Inspired by top-ranked and established companies such as Goldman Sachs and HSBC, Thomson Reuters formulated the Road to Gold, an ambitious plan to raise their index ranking to gold standard. Keen to expand the diversity of industries at gold level, a category traditionally dominated by the financial services industry, Thomson Reuters shared relevant parts of the approach with other organizations, leveraging networks such as Hong Kong Gala to share ideas and identify areas of collaboration and mutual benefit. The results speak for themselves, and we are delighted to see that this allyship between otherwise competing firms has resulted in positive cultural change. We see similar movements in the mental health space, a topic gaining traction among companies keen to put employee well-being at the top of their agendas. A good example is Barclays' This Is Me campaign, a storytelling platform designed to challenge the stigma around mental health at work and break the culture of silence. Barclays extended this campaign to other companies, first in the UK and eventually around the world. By partnering with several mental health and business-focused charities, Barclays encouraged over 115 companies to learn more about the campaign, with 22 of them actually implementing their own internal This Is Me activities. Inspired by this solidarity and allyship, Community Business is developing a similar campaign for companies in India, opening up the platform to include discussion on all aspects of disability in the workplace, not just mental health. Thank you for listening to Impact Across Asia. To access further editions of this series and to find out more, visit communitybusiness.org.